It's time for the Retire ASAP podcast. Here's your host, Taylor Fike. Welcome to the Retire ASAP show, where our goal is to get you free from work as soon as possible. My name is Taylor, and I'm here with my co-host, Brad Fike. Yeah. Are you looking for me? <laughs> yes. I, yes, I am. I'm sorry. I daydream sometimes. I, I need a co-host, so please <laughs> join us mentally, physically, however you can get here on this podcast. I'm please. here. I'm right here physically, right here in this room right now. Mentally? Mentally, I'm there. I'm coming around right now. Okay, I'm, I'm back. It's too late in the day. This is actually odd. We're, we're recording this podcast in the late afternoon because we've had a lot of things going on today, which is weird because normally I can say, well, drink your coffee and then you'll mentally be here. But I feel like it's a little late for coffee. Yeah, it's already wearing off. The caffeine's gone, you know, for quite a while now. So this end of the day stuff, you know, my mind's still wandering on the last subject. So I'm still trying to catch up. Oh, that's good. That that should be a real treat for our listeners. I'm sure we're going to go somewhere that they had no idea we we're heading there because your rabbit trail leads us right to it, huh? And I'll be going blah, 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 blah. Perfect. Yeah, that's okay, exactly what we're looking for. Well, All right, entertainment. You guys ready to turn it off uh, yet or not? Probably by now. Well, <laughs> welcome to the show where we talk about a lot of stuff around retirement. And this week, uh, we wanted to cover a topic that's maybe a little bit more foreign to a lot of our listeners. Uh, normally, we're talking on a very practical level of certain strategies and ideas and things that we implement with our clients in our office and how we can get them retired as soon as possible. But it's really interesting when we start talking about the emotions and the behaviors and the personal side of retirement. And I don't know if you know of any stories or any feelings or thoughts that you have about this, Brad, but when I talk to clients about more of the personal side of Hey, how are you feeling? You know, or or how is your relationships in retirement and things of that nature? It's always a little bit more awkward than, hey, how much money do you need this month? Yeah, we. I think it's a regular conversation, and any good advisor should have that regular conversation. It's not just about the money. It's not just about the income planning. It's you know, it's not about the the basics in that area. I think a lot has to do with mental health. And uh, I've never been a, a person that likes to discuss mental health because everybody says I'm a little wacky anyhow. Sure. But I, I, it is a discussion that comes up and we have to ask that question. If we don't, I don't think we're doing our job. Yeah. And, and I think it, it becomes awkward in a sense because a lot of times we may be one of the first people asking that question in a very straight and pointed way of saying, Hey, how are things going? You know, how are you feeling? It's always the joke of you know you're sitting in your therapist office on the couch and they go, "And how does that make you feel?" But I feel like sometimes that question is merited to to someone who's either in retirement or heading towards retirement. Asking that question can be a very crucial thing because I think retirement for a lot of people they 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 look at it and go, "Hmm, I am getting here. I'm arriving. Everything's going to be sweet and smooth and life is just going to be perfect once I'm done working." And I think they're in for a rude awakening when they think that way. Yeah, and everybody's going to deal with it a little bit differently. But uh, in most cases, when somebody's getting ready to retire, they're they're just really tired of working hard and pushing. And and whether they're working for themselves or working for somebody else, it's always a big stressful event. Maybe maybe not so stressful. Well, most people are dealing with stress, especially today, the way technology is force us to work faster and faster and faster. But they don't really think about once I retire, they got this vision of, oh, good, I don't have to do anything. I mean, I just don't have to do anything. I have saved enough money. I got plenty of money 
Fike just showed me how I'm going to be able to live the rest of my life on a nice little income because I did everything that I was told to do. And I'm just going to sit back and do nothing. Right. And that's an interesting thought because I think when we go through life in general and say you're in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s and you're you're working and you're putting in the work and you're thinking about why am I even doing all this? Well, one, you want to put food on the table for you or your family or whatever. But two, in the back of your mind, you're always thinking I'm doing this so that someday I won't have to do this. I want to put in the work now so I can reap the benefits later. It's kind of the old uh, financial farming metaphor of I'm going to plant my seeds now and I'm going to do the hard work and I'm going to work the land and eventually I'm going to get to harvest all the good stuff that comes out of my hard work. And I think the interesting thing is, is that that idea of I'm going to do nothing is actually really scary because if you think I'm going to do all this hard work just so I can do nothing on the back end, you don't realize that there's some downsides to that. And I don't know if you've experienced this with clients. Maybe you could tell a little bit of your experience personally as you're heading into maybe retirement in the next few years, Brad. But um, the idea of what does it feel like if Maybe today you have a plan because you're coming into the office and you have XYZ that you need to get done at work, but what would you do if you didn't have that? I mean, if you didn't have anything to do, if you truly were retired and had nothing, what would it look like? Well, I'm in a partial, I call partial retirement now. You know, I'm, I'm in the office uh, at most three days a week and sometimes two and a half days a week when it's summertime that I work remotely some, but it is a, it's a big challenge because I have spent all my life trying to build this business and you work hard and you see it grow and grow and grow. And then all of a sudden I go, look, I'm going to go partial retirement because, you know, I need to take it easy. My son Taylor here is, you know, being able to run the business quite well. I don't need to be in here every day and and day-to-day activities. But what I find is an extreme amount of boredom and a kind of a fog. I kind of live in a fog. And I think I hear that from other people. And what I mean by that is I go day by day just doing whatever comes about my way. Like, oh, oh yeah, that door needs fixed or that window needs adjusted or I need to clean the garage out or I need to set up something in my garage that I've been wanting to do all my life. These are just little trinket things. I call them trinket things because they are little peddly things. They're just little duties like a honeydew list, even though they're my self-made list in most cases. Well, there is part of a honey-do list. Oh, there's that definitely never, one of those, I'm ends. sure. <laughs> but you, you find yourself doing that every day, but it really isn't a rewarding. Uh, you're just basically focused on your day-to-day activities. And when you do that, if it doesn't go right, you focus on the ugly part of it. You focus on the negative. Oh, I can't get this door to work right, you know, and it drives you nuts. And you can't step back and reflect and go, you know, there's a bright side here. I'm fixing the door and I'm going to get this thing fixed eventually and I'm never going to have to worry about it again. But these are, that's just the fog that it, it's, this is such a tough subject because everybody is felt different about how all this works, but it does create a fog because I'm focusing on little dinky things and I have no timeline. I don't have to have it done today. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And there's no purpose for me other than to do my little trinkets every day. Right. And and you think about it, if let's say you, you get to the end of your life, are they going to talk about at your funeral that you put that board up in the garage or that you hung that door just right or you got the squeak out of the floorboard? I mean, those aren't the things that you really dream about your entire life to get done. Those are, like you say, they're little busy works, they're honey-do lists, they're things that 
they're not completely urgent, but when you don't have anything to do, you do what's right in front of you. And it's really interesting as we talk to clients, and at least for me personally, when I've talked to clients that are heading into retirement, they've invested so much blood, sweat, and tears into planning for this retirement, and they have these expectations that are into the sky. They're through the roof of, I've put in all this hard work. I've invested my money right. I've done everything right. These last 15, 20, 30 years of my life should be the absolute best years of my life. And then they go into it with no plan, no plan of, I know what I want to do. I know why I'm going to do it. I have a reason to get out of bed. And they end up going through those last 10, 15, 20 years with no purpose. And they don't accomplish anything that they feel like matters. And in the end, they're depressed or they're lost or they're cranky and negative because all they do is focus on the bad. It's, it's just so interesting that we're stuck in this mentality of once we get to retirement, we're just done. We don't have to do any more work. We don't have to work on ourselves. We don't have to think through these things. We can just sit back and put it on autopilot. When in reality, when the people do put it on autopilot, they end up way less happy than if they would have had some sort of plan going into retirement for what they're going to do, what purpose and meaning they have in retirement. Yeah. And so on the other side of that coin, there are those who have put meaning and purpose and I can name various clients that uh, travel, do full-time traveling, part-time traveling, or they have uh, hobbies, or they give a lot of their time voluntarily. There's all these different things that they have a much happier life because they have identified their meaning and purpose in life in retirement, right? I right. mean, you know what I'm saying there? I mean, And we've taught some live workshops on this and due to COVID, there's no such thing as live workshops in our industry anymore, which makes it really weird because I I love sitting down with clients and hearing some of their responses in these workshops because it gives you a picture into some of the thinking and the process behind what, what a retirement planning idea looks like when it comes to purpose. But we have a workshop that we call True Purpose for Money that was really fun because what it did is it sat down with a client and said, look, money isn't the end-all be-all. Yeah, you're trying to save it. and Yeah, you need that tool to retire, but it's not the end-all be-all. What you use your money for is the end-all be-all. What is the real purpose of all this hard work and blood, sweat, and tears you did? What was the real reason you did that? Because that is what you need to be able to focus on so that you're turning around and using your tool to invest into other things that is going to make your life meaningful, whether it be family or friends or the church or some other community organization or whatever it is, finding those meanings and purposes changes a retirement from just being the bland old sit down, watch your TV shows in the evening, go out to eat, all these little things, do the piddly stuff around the house, sit in the doctor's office for three or four hours a day, you know, about three or four times a week. Lovely. Those are those things, are, they're depressing to even think about, but yet that's how so many retirees live their life. Yeah, and then you have the ones that um, focus on uh, eating out all the time. Like, okay, I'm going to go out to breakfast, and then I'm going to go to lunch, and I'm going to go to dinner, and I know where all the deals are for each one of those and every day of the week, and I go and I eat the uh, food that is really not good for me, but I expect a different outcome. I expect to be a healthy, happy person when I'm really focused on food. And I can think of a few right off the top of my head, and I'm sure you know who I'm talking about, that live like that. And I mean, if that's what makes them happy, that may be fine. But in in the overall scheme of things, it can't be making them happy because they now have lots of health conditions. And so, you know, that's the other piece of living day to day, Yeah. right? I mean, just living for little trinkets. 
I'm going to be called Trinket Man. Trinket Man, yeah. No more financial yoga. I'm going to be Trinket Man. Yeah, well, it's just just so interesting. It's like they trade this grandiose idea of retirement for something so small, something so boring, something so simple, something so easily to be expected. And so what what I really want, when I sit down with someone in our office and I sit across the table from them and they tell me, hey, I'm looking to retire, I want to know, well, what do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish? And I'm not saying you have to go and become president or you have to go and you know win a gold medal for your age group in something. I, I don't want you to be thinking, unless that is what you want to do, that's great. We can we can talk about that. But I mean, I want you to think about something personal that matters to you. Like, do you want to see your grandkids do X, Y, Z? Do you want to be able to help your kids accomplish this? Do you want to start a part-time job or start your own little business that you have control over and no one has control over you. Like, what is it that you want to do? Because just quitting working is not retirement. That's just quitting working. That's just not the same. And I think if people give up that grand dream of what it is, they're really missing out on the potential of what their retirement could be. And I think they do very easily because you get caught up in day-to-day issues and day-to-day activities and you don't think about the grand scheme thing anymore, right? You become yeah. trinket man and woman. Trinket man and so, woman. So, um, but there, you know, there is a bright side, and and I think we can help people find that bright side, help them find some kind of pathway, and whether they take it or they don't, at least we throw it out there to them. Now, you you know as well as I do that we've had these conversations, we set pathways and and help people reach some milestones in this area, but yet then they drop off or they don't follow through completely. So you know, there is success stories. And so we don't want to say that everybody who retires falls into this because we have some really, really high emotion uh, clients, people that are living a high every day, right? right? They're not passionate about their life. They not love- from smoking weed either. They're <laughs> just living on a high. <laughs> a different kind of high. Because they have their life organized. Right. So that it does work. It's just you got to get people to embrace that. So tell me if this sounds like you. Every quarter, you look at your 401k balance and you only wonder, is this going to be enough? Am I at least getting close to retirement? Or maybe you even took a little extra initiative and you Googled, how much do I need to retire? Only to find a different answer at every different website or different article. It's loaded with confusing words and tons of ads. And if you're like many of the people I've talked to, every time you try to think about retirement, you just get overwhelmed, confused and you end up wanting to pour a drink. And you might feel like you're lost trying to figure out retirement, and you just wish there was some sort of map. Well, guess what? I created one. It's called Your Early Retirement Map, and it's a simple four-part checklist to get you retired ASAP. That's right, retired as soon as possible. I wanted to clear the confusion around retiring and design a formula that you can follow without getting overwhelmed with anxiety. All you have to do is check the boxes on the checklist. And here's the best part. It's completely free. If you follow the link in the show notes and give us your name and your email address, we'll send you the PDF right now. If you go to fikeadvisors.com backslash your early retirement map, or you click the link below, we'll send it to you for free. No strings attached. You get it in your inbox right away. So if you're tired of all the confusion surrounding your retirement, then you need to go to fikeadvisors.com backslash your early retirement map and get your checklist right now. It's really interesting when we start diving into some of the 
the neuroscience behind it, and I'm not going to go too deep into things because I'm not nearly as scientific as many people are, but I know enough to be dangerous about some of these just habit-forming things where we can say, look, if we boil down some of the simplicities of what it is to decide what the purpose of our life is, that can change the trajectory of what we do on a daily basis. And when we change what we do on a daily basis, that changes what we do on a weekly and a monthly and a yearly basis. And before we know it, we're moving ourselves towards something bigger than than what we thought we could have in retirement just by doing little things each day to get there. Yeah. And, you know, this doesn't just affect people that are in going into retirement or in retirement. This is everyone. So if you're like 20 years old and you're listening to this, and you're going, All right, I'm turning this off. It's I probably should have said this like 10 minutes ago because you may have already turned this podcast off. But if you're still listening, this affects everyone. It does. It does. Every decade, every generation, whatever it is when you're born, it does affect you because you may not be planning on your ultimate retirement right now. You're 25 or you're 35 and you're like, well, I'm not talking about retirement right now, but you are planning for that. And part of getting to a grand retirement is doing the little things along the way. And I think what's interesting is, is our most successful, you know, or I should say our highest asset value clients, the clients that have the most money saved up, they've been thinking about their retirement most likely almost every day because they've woken up and gotten out of bed They've had a plan. They've had a purpose. I'm going to go to work and I'm going to accomplish these things because I want to save this money so that I have this time when I retire. Well, that's what you could be thinking about if you're 25 or 35 or 45, whatever it is. What is the reason you get out of bed in the morning? This is the question you have to ask yourself. When you're retired, when you're not retired, why do I get out of bed in the morning? Because that is the question that's going to lead to, okay, if I know what that is, then now I know exactly what I need to do today to get myself that much closer to my goal, whatever it is, and that purpose and that meaning of what I've decided for my life. And so whether you're 20 or you're 30 or you're 40 or you're 50, or you're retired and you're, you're 80 years old, every day counts for that. Every day counts as to why do I get myself out of bed in the morning? Sure. Now, can you tell me how we can do that? Well, that's the fun cliffhanger what we're going to leave here today. There we go. I'm looking for the solution because, you know, I said I'm kind of living in a fog some days. What we decided as we talked about this topic, um, as for you guys that are listeners, uh, what we decided is that we wanted to get really practical. And there's a whole framework that we can walk through to get you to a place to where you can answer these questions and you can write them down or you can you know, put them in on your computer or whatever it is. You can even just do it in your head and you can answer these questions and come up and say, I actually do have a purpose. I do have a meaning for what I want to do in retirement or what I want to do to get to retirement. It's what you can call your true purpose for money, or you can call it lots of different things. But the idea is, is that we can go through this practical exercise in our next episode in a couple of weeks, because I think that's going to really boil things down to get you into a place where you can say, yes, I know exactly what I need to do to get myself to a healthy and fun retirement, that I can spend those golden years doing the things that I want, or I know exactly what I'm going to do for the next five to 10 years to get myself into a better position for my golden years, whatever it is, whatever age range you fall into, whatever group you do, we can use these practical tips in our next episode to get you there. But I want to leave you with one thing here. And this guy, uh, Viktor Frankl, he's a really uh, popular, he's now passed, but he was a really popular psychologist um, who really came up with the idea and boils it down to this one idea where he says, the main motivation of humans is all about meaning. It's all about meaning and purpose. What people really search for in life and everything that they do is all about trying to find a meaning and fulfill 
a purpose, which is really interesting because that doesn't happen by accident. That's the biggest thing that he likes to say. It doesn't happen by accident. There's three major things that that you need to do to feel like you have meaning in your life. The first major thing is motion. You need to be in motion. You need to be doing something, whether that's you have a career or you have a task or you have a job or you have something specific that you're doing. You can't do it sitting still. Sitting on the couch and watching TV is not a purpose. You know, sleeping is not a purpose. Those are all pieces and parts getting us to our purpose. Our purpose has to be a a part of we have something in motion. Next thing that people uh, need to have if they want to have meaning in life is they need to have a redemptive perspective. That means they have need to have a positive outlook, even in the midst of negative things. So they look at negative things, like let's look at COVID, for example. They look at COVID and they say, there is something good about this. Maybe COVID is terrible with the disease and how it's hurting people, but with this quarantine, I've been able to spend more time with my family or whatever it might be. That's just one example, but there's lots of ways to have that redemptive perspective. They look at the challenges in life and they look for opportunities. They don't focus on the downside. They may look at this presidential election and say, oh no, maybe someone got in office that I didn't want in there. Do I complain about it? Or does this mean there's an opportunity for me to do something to be more civically active, to do something in my own community, whatever. They have a redemptive perspective on that. And the final piece is related to community. It is community. They have, if you want to have meaning, you have to have a group of people that you care about, that cares about you, people that you will fight for and defend with your with your life, with your heart, everything that you have, uh, people that you would say, I belong to this group. And so if you have motion, you have a redemptive perspective, and you have a community, you're going to find meaning. And that means you're going to have a reason to get yourself out of bed in the morning. And what I want to do is I want to dive into the practical side of things. Come in two weeks when we have our next episode, I want to dive into an exercise that'll get us into the practical side to say, this is what I have to do to come up with that thing for me. Yeah. And uh, I'm not very good at these kind of uh, uh, things, but uh, I did do the true purpose for money. And uh, it it helped me massively. And it's been probably seven or eight years ago that I did it. It was fantastic. I highly recommend it for anybody. And we can do that in our office uh, one-on-one in a meeting if we had to, since we can't do uh, group meetings. Actually, we could do a Zoom sometime. But I do think that uh, those three points are critical to stay out of the fog and to stay away from being a trinket uh, man kind of thing. So I really think I'm willing to go through this and believe what I have to say here, because this is this is fact. Woo-hoo. I don't like doing these kind of things. He really doesn't. Which but is, I will do this because I know that it's going to help me with my fog issue. And it's really funny that he doesn't like to do it because I think I'm going to drag him through. As we're going through this practical piece, I think I'm going to force him to answer the questions himself. So he'd be a great case study for you listeners to kind of hear a little bit of how this practically works out because it's so important, especially since he's in pre-retirement or pre-tirement, or whatever we're calling it, Uh, since he's in pre-tirement, he needs to have these things figured out anyway. So it'll be fun, Brad. We'll get to have this conversation together. Yeah, and I've done uh, so many different drills for my head over the years that uh, I guess I got burnt out doing it. And so now here I am in, uh, what'd you call it? Pre-tirement? Pre-tirement. Trinket-tirement or something. I don't know what the name of it is. (laughs) Anyhow, the fog life. And uh, so I think maybe this will uh, bring me out of a little bit of a fog that I feel. And so hopefully it'll help everyone else and help people to have some kind of daily purpose to get their feet on the ground and get going every day. 
Cool. So join us in a couple weeks for our next episode because I think it'll be really valuable to you and your family. It's not going to be something that's just for you either. So maybe the next episode is something you want to drive some of your family and friends to. And you know, this podcast is free. It's available to anybody. All they have to do is download it on whatever device they use. They could go on their desktop, go to fikeadvisors.com and find it. So they can do any of those things to get a hold of this. I think it'll be really valuable. I think it'll build some really tight relationships. It's hard to say that you're going to go through something like this and find your purpose and not say that the people who came along with you are going to be some of your closest friends and people who are in your corner fighting for you as you're trying to accomplish that. So this is something to share with everybody. Um, and in the meantime, if you have any questions on this stuff, just shoot us an email. Uh, my email is taylor at fikeadvisors.com. Love to answer any specific questions you may have about your purpose. Maybe you want to sit down and talk about it and you want to talk about what you want to do for retirement. We are working with new clients at all times. So if you want to do that, go to fikeadvisors.com. On the homepage there, there's a schedule now button in the top right corner. If you click that, it takes you to our digital calendar. You can schedule a free 20, 30, 45 minute appointment, whatever you think you're going to need. And you can schedule that on there. We can do a phone call. We can do a Zoom meeting. If you're local, we can meet you in person, socially distanced with mask on at this point. But we can do all those things just to make sure that uh, that we can get you set up for a, a successful retirement. Find your purpose. Get yourself set up financially. Make sure you're making the right decisions so that you can go into those golden years and accomplish what you truly want to accomplish. Yeah, let us help you turn the fog lights on in your fog. What do you think of that? That sounds like a commercial. I know. I'm, I'm kind of coming up with stuff while we're talking. My fog is lifting as we talk about purpose. Brad Fike, financial yoga guy and marketing extraordinaire. And... Fog light man. And fog light man. And trinket man. I'm worried about all the nicknames. There's going to be a whole lot of lists on that LinkedIn next time you see it. Gosh, people are going to wonder who you are. They're going to think you might be a little bit crazy. I'm already getting a lot of you know feedback. I'm sure you are. So anyway, (laughs) join us in a couple weeks for our next episode. We'll get a little bit more practical on this. In the meantime, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, If you could leave a rating or review for our podcast, you can do that on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're getting your podcast from. Leave a rating and review because that helps us get noticed by other people. So the more we have, whether it be more five-star reviews, or if you really think we did a bad job, you want to give us a one-star review, I guess you could. But if don't do, you'll hurt Brad's feelings if you do that. So at least give us a two-star review. Don't give us a one-star. But if you give us a five-star review, you write a little bit about what you learned. That helps with those algorithms that they use to put us at the top or the bottom of the list. And so we'd really appreciate if you did that. And uh, in the meantime, you guys have a great rest of your week. Investment advisory services provided by Fike Advisors, LLC. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Please consult a professional before taking any action. Information is obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed.